in this week's episode, we'll be addressing the question of, are people out of touch with reality? And if so, why is that? Before we get to that, Kira, how's it going this week? Um, it's going amazing, as usual. My life is fucking awesome. What about you? <laughs> That's very positive uh, and good to hear. Um, it's good. It's uh, As we were talking, chatting before the show, I found someone on Instagram that I haven't talked to in 25 years. And uh, it's kind of tripping me out a little bit, but uh, I'll, I'll make sense of it eventually. Uh, leads to a lot of philosophical questions, nonetheless. So, um, so that being said, um, the reason for this topic of being out of touch with reality is um, I recently made a video, and I think it's uh, being received fairly well uh, by people out there on YouTube. And the video was about, I looked up the definition of humble because I thought I was going to do a video on how it's like, it's good to be humble and, you know, not, uh, and not think too much of yourself and blah, blah, blah. But when I looked up the definition of humble, it said having a low sense of your own importance. Um, and I thought, well, that doesn't sound right. Like that sounds like a, like low self-esteem, right? Mm -hmm. But the opposite, the opposite, we wouldn't be surprised by, you know, is arrogance. So uh, arrogance is having an inflated sense of your own importance, thinking you are more important than you actually are. So if that's what arrogance is, and then hum if, if humble, just going with the definition here, if humble means having a, uh, having a lower, low sense of your own importance, then the question I had was, well, what is the word, what is the word for when you have an accurate sense of your own importance? And I think that's tough to deal with because people don't want to think like they don't want to accept the fact like some people are more important than others, maybe. Or to me, it's just, just like this. It's this way to kind of escape reality. Um, that's, so that's just one example. I mean, um, does that make sense or are there examples that immediately come to mind uh, for you of how people are kind of avoiding reality these days? Well, I feel like maybe like a, an issue that I've had with, I guess, like being in touch with like actual reality and like what is actually going on is that most people who engage in self-help are I don't know sometimes kind of like fantasizing their reality when it's like so it's like oh I'm so important I rock I'm so good right yet when you go out not one person says hello to you or gives you the attention that you know your important ass deserves right so I think that that's because it's all in your head. And when you go out, your, your little fantasy in your mind, you're not letting yourself kind of break out of your mind and then go into reality and make that happen. Um, because um, 
it's like it's like when you when you have this fantasy in your mind it can sometimes be a little scary so like if you really think that you're like an important ass person you know and then and then you walk into somewhere you're either going to walk in like an important ass person or you're going to walk in like somebody who is I guess maybe watching, observing the important people to see how they act, or maybe you're coming off as like arrogant, meaning you want people to pay attention to you, but you're giving them absolutely nothing to pay attention to. You're walking in as a nobody. And I feel like the, the biggest thing that keeps people back from actual reality is fear. And I don't say fear in like a bad sense at all, um, because that would be being way too hard on ourselves. But I think that what holds people back from actual reality is fear because in our minds, we're kind of doing that thing where we're putting way too much psychic energy on how hard something is like, oh my God, how hard it's going to be to walk into this room. Like I'm a fucking somebody. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh my God. What am I going to do? You know, and you're, you're going crazy in your mind. But if you were, if you come back to reality, and you understand that everybody has gone through this. You see, like, this is a problem that I've had with sex before. I've been totally scared to, like, enjoy myself during sex. Like, if I'm being pleasured, I've been embarrassed almost to sort of cry out in pleasure. And I've realized, you know, that the best thing that gets me out of that is, bro, everybody's having sex. (laughs) everybody's getting pleasure. Everybody wants to get pleasure. Everybody wants to get pleasured, you know? So, so relax, just, just fucking do it. Everybody's doing it. You're not the only one who's a little bit embarrassed to cry out in pleasure during sex, right? Just like you're not the only one who's a little nervous to walk into a room full of people and pretend, you know, act as if you are somebody. And so I think that that's the, the, the main thing that keeps us out of, actual reality is just kind of fear and maybe unawareness that everybody is doing it like you're not the only one yeah so many good points there I think that thanks um yeah I definitely can identify with uh, a lot of that like I think I'm out of touch with reality sometimes in the sense of like get I get in my head you know like something happens mm-hmm. and I start like um I've heard in the self-help circle, the, the phrase telling stories a lot, you know, we tell stories in our mind that are, that may or may not be true. And, um, you know, you witness somebody, uh, I mean, a classic example, you see another driver that's driving horribly and you tell yourself a story about why they're driving horribly. Um, and it might be true. It might not be true, but my point is that it's, a departure from reality because you don't really know what 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 the real reason is um and second thing uh you mentioned was this attributing excessive importance uh or investing too much psychic energy into it that's disproportional to what's needed and i it made me think of like it would be Cause there's times where like, let's say you want to walk into a room and be confident, right? Um, there's some, sometimes there could be value in 
departing from reality in the sense of you come up with this scenario in your mind of like, oh, I am a, um, whatever, I am, I am, <clears throat> I'm a famous rock star or something. You tell that scenario in your mind, which is not reality, but you do that so that you change your body language so that you, um, you, you know, you're, you're a little more relaxed. And so that's almost like intentional, mm -hmm. like using, using non-reality to kind of improve your reality. But I think that's in the vast minority of cases, in the majority of cases, people just get in their heads and they, they have this imagination of uh, some other reality where they are famous or something, but then there's too much energy being pushed into it. And so it's like an actor that uh, you're on the scene of a movie set and the actor is clearly trying too hard to play the role that they're trying to play, right? And you, you know, the director is like, okay, hold up, hold up, just tone it down. Like, it's good, it's good. You're, you're kind of playing the role, but you're, you're doing too much. You're trying too hard. And uh, I feel like that kind of describes like the common, like the common person in everyday life, right? I completely, completely agree. Um, I definitely 100% agree with the perspective of using, like, uh, being in your head as a way to intentionally create your reality. I think that that's really good, um, especially coming from somebody who is in her head a lot, because I, I think a lot. But I think that the best way to sort of break through those little fears that you're giving too much psychic energy to is to sort of really get into like, cause everybody has visited the present moment once or twice in their life, you know, if not always there, you have visited the present moment. So you know what it feels like. And I think that if you want to be in the present moment bad enough, you can remember the freeness of how free and beautiful and lovely that it felt to be in the present moment and you can bring yourself back there. And when you're in that present moment and you're sort of seeing time slow down and actually absorb your surroundings, not like absorb like in a bad way, like an over empath, but like I'm talking like absorb, like absorb the light that's coming in from your window, absorb the air that you smell, the air that you feel on your skin, if you take notice to all the things that you see and feel in the present moment, it's going to calm you down a little bit and you're going to be like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> like, I'm just going to walk into this place like I'm important. I'm going to talk like I'm important, but I'm going to do it chill. I'm going to do it relaxed. I'm not going to overplay my part. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to walk in and I'm not going to be like, I'm Kara Carlin, my mind coach, I'm self-mastery coach. How are you? Do you want to uh, master your mind? You know, I'm really like dig my eyes into them. You know, I'm going to be like, yo, I'm a fucking self-mastery coach of this network marketing or networking um, get together. And you know, what up? I can help you master yourself if you want it. Great. If you don't, great. I don't fucking care, you know, but I'm a walk in here. I know that I'm important. I don't need to over exceed myself. I'm going to be myself and I'm just going to fucking do it. And hopefully, you know, I'm in reality enough 
to be able to see what I'm doing wrong, not judge myself for it and, you know, get better with time. It's like, it's a learning fucking process. You know, you can't, you can't have an idea that you want to walk into somewhere and be important. And all of a sudden you're fucking important. You need a little bit of experience. You need to do that kind of trial and error thing. But I don't know, something along that doesn't really align. Like maybe I'm, I'm not getting my words out right. It doesn't entirely align. So what do you think about that? Yeah. Okay, so it reminds me of this whole like mindfulness movement. And, you know, even working in the field of mental health, mindfulness has been huge. And then going through the grocery store, you see it on like the cover of the magazines at the checkout lane, like Time Magazine doing some special on like mindfulness. And I think my initial reaction was like, what is this stuff? Like, what is this hocus pocus psychology stuff on mindfulness? And, uh, and what I real, and then, you know, you go do these mindfulness exercises and they're like, you know, oh, feel, feel, uh, feel the, the, surface of your chair and feel your toes moving inside of your shoes and i'm like what the hell is this psychology stuff right um but the more that oh, finally like it took me a while to realize it but it it does something that we've been doing for years and many people do automatically which is it's a technique to bring the mind into present moment um and away from things like the past and the future. But the thing is, we do this already. Like, this is when people go to concerts, they go to concerts, or they listen to music, so that their mind gets pulled into the present moment, they go to a movie to get pulled into present moment, they go watch a sports game, or they even play and participate in sports in order to pull the mind into the present moment. So there's nothing mysterious or fancy about mindfulness it it's i mean yeah you could sit in a room and just like concentrate on your breathing or count the number of tiles in the ceiling um, <laughs> that yeah that counts but but it, there's nothing there's nothing mystical about it um if if you realize that we already do it and you know going to get a massage that's mindfulness because it's you're going to start paying attention to how the massage feels like it, it pulls your mind into the present moment you see what i mean yeah, and I completely agree, once again, because I feel like mm, most people who get into self-help, I feel like, or I don't know, dabble with it or, or you know, happen upon it, I feel like once you start finding all this stuff out, it's easy to get in your head and think about it all day. But I feel like it's such, it's, it's, it's honestly like such just like a, a normal thing. Like everybody works through their mind throughout the day. Everybody has highs and lows throughout the day. Everybody, you know, solves problems in their head throughout the day, even bums, you know, even bums are like, fuck, I ain't got no food. Time to devise a plan on how to get some food. I guess I'll have to fucking go up to somebody's car window, you know? So everybody is problem solving throughout the day. And everybody is using their minds to work throughout the day. And I feel like if you get too caught up in personal development, it can really bring you out of the present moment because you get so caught up in your head and you, you forget to just continue living your life. And 
live your life almost how you did before you started personal development when you didn't fucking care and you were just yourself and you have this this fucking this perspective and you have these experiences from you know things that you've learned and I feel like if you delve too deep into personal development you can get a sense of righteousness maybe not righteousness is the right word but like being higher than somebody else oh like I know all this stuff about personal development and that is something that can bring you out of the reality but if you come back down to reality and you understand that the reality of it is everybody is working problems in their mind throughout the day now I just know a little bit more and I can live my life a little bit better you know and that helps you embody the personal development and be who you are instead of coming out of reality thinking that you're some sort of god or thinking that you're like less than a god you know like scum if you come down to reality the truth of it all is is you're a fucking human just like everybody else and you're trying your best just like everybody else so if you have something that's gonna fucking help then just fucking help yeah it's um this is actually kind of getting at what the whole reason I wanted to do that video on being humble was mm -hmm. because I was viewing the word humble as like being humble to reality or like being immersed, making sure that you're immersed in reality um, and constantly experimenting, constantly getting feedback from reality and adjusting so as not to get in your head and that's to me i think that's that's really valuable and it's it's wild to think that in the field of psychology um i mean the word psychosis people throw around the word say psychotic a lot you know like in everyday language oh so and so they're psychotic you know it's like <laughs> and they use it as this synonym for crazy when in in like technical jargon in, in the psychology field, psychotic means that you're, you either have delusions, so you believe things that are not true, or you um, hear, hear or see things that are not happening. So it's, it, that's at the, at the farthest end of the spectrum. That's like being really out of touch with reality. And I've worked with people who, who are at that end with, you know, with, with really severe schizophrenia and they think they really, they really, really believe that, that F the FBI agents are after them. And it's really tough on, on someone's well-being when, when you carry um, delusions like that. Um, but, um, but what's interesting is that it always comes back to like, um, and I think I'll, I'll tie this into my final thoughts for the episode as well it comes back into um like like at the end of the day like that person even if they think they, they could think all sorts of things they could think that oh the fbi is after them or they could think that um what else that um that they could think some things are not real i suppose um like that there's like that there's there's a stick on the ground and that it's really a snake or something like that but at the end of the day when they when they have to just stay alive 
like eating food and drinking water, they don't think that, that there's an issue with the food or drinking water. And so it's like, okay, you could be out of touch with reality in some ways. Um, but, but those people always come back to very concrete, like, okay, this is food. I'm going to eat the food and they have to, in order to stay alive. But, um, so there's this whole spectrum of like, at the far end is some people being like very out of touch with reality. Then there's, I guess what you would say, like maybe an average amount of being out of touch with reality where uh, just like the average person has misconceptions or makes assumptions about other people's intentions. Um, and then at the other end of the spectrum, it's full, full immersion and full alignment with reality where there's no voice in your head making up stories and you're just completely just testing out reality um, and seeing what feedback it gives you. So I feel like there's a huge spectrum and uh, I'll pass it to you to, uh, to share your final thoughts and then we'll close out. I feel like that's definitely really true um, that, you know, as far as people are out of reality, they still have those concrete things like, all right, well, finally, I'm going to go to sleep, you know, sort of thing. Um, I remember there was a point in my life where I was legitimately so psychotic that I was at my sister's best friend's house. It was me, my sister, um, her best friend and um, her husband and her two, two babies or one baby, whatever it was. And I remember they poured me a glass of wine and I was so out of touch with reality. Number one, I thought that they poisoned it and I started having a panic attack. So I asked my sister to take me home. And when we went outside, I was ducking behind cars because I straight up, I'm like with every ounce of anything in me, I thought that somebody was coming to shoot me. I was like, Brittany, get the fuck down get down. Somebody's going to come shoot you, like get down. And I was ducking behind cars. And I remember that time in my life when, you know, my reality was so motherfucking distorted. And even nowadays, sometimes if I'm, I'm home alone, well, I'm always home alone, but in the dark and, you know, maybe I start to feel a little, a little scared, right? Cause maybe there's something under my bed or there's a fucking ghost in my house, you know, but once I talk to myself in my mind and I'm like, dude, like there's nothing in your fucking house. <laughs> like there are nights when you're literally so chill in your house that like you could walk around with your eyes closed, not giving a fuck. You are completely safe. Right. And there are times, you know, when you get a little scared, but those times when you weren't scared at all. And those times when, you know, your house felt completely at peace, go back to that space and you will understand that the reality that you were making up in your head were all just weird little thoughts that came from the quantum realm that came to you because you were available to them, because you were open to them. And, you know, something that Grant Cardone said one time that I absolutely obsessed with is get some free time in your schedule. The devil will come meet you. I promise, <laughs> you know, and it's it's so true, like get some free time in your brain. Um, you know, other than a, a peaceful, content life. And those fucking thoughts will come right in. I promise. I promise. So, you know, if you just start talking to yourself into the idea that you were safe, because there was a time in your, in your life 
And just like there's a time in your life where you were in the present moment and you felt it and you felt beautiful and present, clear and whole and clean. There's also a moment when you felt safe and protected, like, like nothing could go wrong. You need to go back to that state of mind and you need to bring it to your present day and make the, the adjustments needed, right? Because like maybe you felt safe because you were being held in your mom's arms, right? Well, maybe you're not being held in your mom's arms now, but what was so safe about it? Bring that, bring back that feeling that felt so safe and make it your own instead of using other people to get that feeling again. You, you know, you've been there. So my final thoughts are you have been there before. Just think yourself back to it and you will see the illusion, the delusion rather of your reality fade away. And you'll be like, wow, this is amazing. I'm, I'm so happy. I knew I could do it. I knew that it was all fake. I knew that it, I knew that it wasn't real. Right. Yeah. I think it's a good reminder that the mind has to be monitored like constantly. Um, I think we give it too much credit, uh, which is why I like to call, say that the mind is like a five-year-old child. Like you have to babysit it like constantly. <laughs> yep. So, uh, all right. Well, very good. I think we did it for today. And uh, if people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way that they can do that? Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at soul designed future. Also, I wanted to say I did get a recommendation um, for a video topic for next week. So next week, um, you know, hopefully we will discuss something that somebody had recommended to me that they wanted to hear about. Awesome. Can't wait for uh, next week to come around. Yes. Cool. All right. So um, we will see you all next week. If you have additional ideas for future episodes, please put those in the comments or send us a message and we'll see you next week. Bye.